When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coffee and cream with Rogers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. We are back to close out the show. Coffee and cream in the morning on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency. To my left is my guy DB. I'm Andrew Rogers. We are live from Hale Varsity Club in the H and H Chevrolet Stage. And a great way to close out the show, I feel like we've been doing this lately, is on Tuesdays with Joel Lorenzi, our is, Creighton is, Beat reporter it, for the Omaha World Herald. Tuesdays with Joel. Tuesdays with Joel. Sounds like a uh, segment, like a, a children's segment. Can, maybe, maybe it is meant for children. Joel, happy new year, man. How are you? <laughs> happy new year, guys. If, it's, if, if this segment is meant for children, man, I, I think I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> hey, so we better hide the women and children if we're Golden State fans. Coughing a rare one up at the house. Boy, did you see the 17-point meltdown coming? Well, um, <laughs> Atlanta, hasn't, uh, Atlanta hasn't exactly been uh, – the team they were two years ago. I'll say that. Uh, I was. I, I actually was uh, blogging about them a couple seasons back. Uh, I think it was actually during that, that year they went to the conference finals. And uh, man, they they're like a whole. They're basically. I mean, they're they're a meltdown right now. And uh, I think the reports about McMillan are um, certainly not helping. And so yeah, but 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 uh, there's nights in the NBA where like. You know, Clay erupting for 50. Like, certain things. And, and then uh, Kevon Looney winning the game off a of tip. Like, there are just certain things about the NBA that are just inevitable. And I think those are two of those things. I mean, Donovan Mitchell dropped 71 last Thanks. Night. Thanks for like, reminding there's, me. There's just stuff that you just can't <laughs> – there's just stuff you can't uh, control, man, because it's just – the NBA and its, its happenings are inevitable. Hey, let me – so let me ask you something real quick before we get to the Jays. I see a lot of national basketball media actually taking the side of the coach here with Nate McMillan, basically telling Trey Young he needs to grow up. You don't see that a, a ton where a city is just waiting to embrace a potential star if he will just – allow himself to be loved that the media seems to be siding with Nate McMillan here. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, man. I mean, you got to think Trey Young is my age, man. <laughs> He's the age of a person that's, you know, a year removed from college. If you think about it, um, if, if he would have graduated. And so uh, there's still a lot of room for, for maturity and, and, you know, to grow. But, I, I always, uh, I'm always confused. This isn't like a Monte Ellis or something, man. We talking about a Trey Young. Um, I, I never understood the mishandling of a team's first option or your your star because this is not like Trey. I mean, Trey Young just led them to the conference finals uh, two years ago mm-hmm. as the first option. People seem to forget that, and so I think uh, when you have this kind of turmoil and uh, you got this type of team dynamic, 
you got to do what's in the best interest of your first option, man. And I don't, I don't know if they can get back to where they were um, so soon, especially with you know the league now. Um, but you know, I think it's always in your best interest as a franchise to really see what your first option wants and and side with them. And frankly, I, I'm, I'm not sure David Mill is the man for this job anyway at this point. Mm. We are speaking with Joel Lorenzi, apparently now the NBA beat reporter for Coffee and Cream in the morning. Uh, you can toss him a follow <laughs> at JX Lorenzi on Twitter. No, he's for real, the Creighton beat reporter for the Omaha World Herald. And that's the direction we'll go now. Talk Seton Hall tonight because Creighton has started to show flashes of how they looked earlier earlier on this year and I know those games were against DePaul and Butler two teams on the low end of the Big East but is what we're seeing the Creighton of old and is it sustainable now that everyone is back and healthy um good question I think uh, obviously games against DePaul and, and Butler need to be taken with a grain of salt right um, but they did handle business against both, and I think the more encouraging thing is not that they, you know, got to beat on two of the worst teams in the Big East. Uh, I think the encouraging thing for them is um, they showed flashes of, you know, what they did well when people, hey, I'm I'm not too old to remember when they were a top ten team, right? And the stuff they did back then. Well, they just they hammered Seton Hall. Seton or, or St. John. Seton Hall just hammered St. John's. Like, they definitely have my attention. Yeah. And, and so, um, Seton Hall is definitely the toughest game of this uh, homestand. So, the, to, for, for them to be in the position they want to be in, uh, to where, you know, after those, those six losses, uh, for the rest of this way to not be such an uphill battle, they're going to need today's win, right? Like, that's, like, that's obvious. Um, but I think they've showed some of the flash of the things they did well to start the year to where people can maybe encourage by them again. And obviously having called Brenner back and healthy has helped that. But I think um, they've just done some of the intangible things and they've seen some of the things trending in the right direction for them that, you know, helped them early on. Joel, what do you think it's been about – what do you think it is about Coach Mack as you kind of watch this team where – He's been able in his tenure to just move chess pieces, whether it's whether it's his high school guys blending with portal transfers, whether he's guys have sat for a year in terms of transferring and then got acclimated, whether it's swapping out a good chunk of his staff, which is flying under the radar in terms of how he's been able to remain consistent with different guys at his side. What, what do you think it is about his persona that allows these transitions – to run relatively smooth in terms of establishing consistency? Hmm. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, even despite, you know, some, you know, some non-ideal things that happened in his past, Yeah. I think you look at his body of work um, and his demeanor, and I think... He's a guy people might want to work for, right? Like, uh, he's not a, he's not super, like, even like a, a Bobby Knight with, with how Bob Knight was. Like, people wanted to work for him, right? Like, um, and so I think Mac is on the, 
complete opposite side of the spectrum in terms of demeanor. Um, he's always collected. Um, I think even if, you know, during that six-game streak, loser streak, if that team was truly in shambles, you would have never knew based on, you know, how he carried himself. Because I think even uh, even when they did need a kick in the ass or whatever, um, he just too cool. Like, and so I think that that helps players who um, maybe need, you know, they need some direction mentally because he's not gonna. I don't think he's gonna work that or make it a challenge. And so that's why I can see people having an easier time trying to adjust around him. And then uh, the staff he brought in, I think, um, is probably a great piece on Ziegler, by the way. Yet. Great piece on on Ziegler. Yeah, yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, so the guys like that, man, and and uh, J.C. Williams and and Ryan Miller. I mean, I think he's brought in guys who can recruit at the level the Creighton wants to be at. I mean, Creighton, the direction they're taking under Marcus Blossom. They're not trying to be that little old, you know, mid-major that they were in the NBC two or ten years ago. And so the direction they're trying to take is actually be a Big East power. And the, the guys they got on the staff now, I think, are, are the right guys for that. Fourteen games in, now starting to dig the toes into the sand of Big East play. What's your comfort level with bench production where we stand? Because it still doesn't seem to be there. Yeah, um, I like to think Farabello. This is the thing, because obviously Farabello was the first guy off the bench, right? But yeah. um, with Farabello, I like to think what, what people don't understand, and and when he doesn't shoot well, um, the thing that keeps him on the floor is that he still makes virtually no mistakes in their system. He's going to make the right pass. He's going to make the right decisions, even if you can't tell as it's happening, because when he catches it, he might not make the shot. Even though I think he's turned the corner on that front, um, you know, he just, he's sound. People people don't seem to see that in real time. And then, obviously, um, it makes it harder. This, this is the thing that's probably frustrated me most with Farabello watching him is that um, you'll often see guys hunt him. Um, I don't know how much you can do in terms of matchups with him, but you'll – You'll see him get hunted. Like I, I've seen him get torched a few times this year, um, but I think in terms of you know shooting and confidence and all the stuff that people expected from him, he's turning the corner. I think Fred King uh, made a a pretty decent jump, like matured pretty quickly while Carl Brenner was out those few games. Obviously, not going to have the same impact as uh, as Carl Brenner. That just comes with years of basketball, uh, but he's turned the corner to where I think. They're actually confident in his minutes and, you know, can actually kind of breathe with Carl Brennan's on the floor. Talking with Joel Lorenzi as we let you go, Joel, the guy that uttered the line, wrote the line. His hairline is intact, and he's still in relative playing shape with regards to Ziegler. That was a fantastic mm-hmm. line that a guy like me can get. His hairline is intact, my man. No let, me, let me get you out of here on this. <laughs> Xavier hammers UConn. Uh, they controlled that game basically start to finish. Seton Hall erupts for, I think, 47-48 in the second half against St. John. Marquette goes on the road and handles Nova. Of those three games, which one is an indicator of how you think the Big East will trend? Uh, 
I think I, I probably have to say uh, probably Xavier win. Not not like I, I think still UConn is it's pretty hard to dethrone them from from first in the league. Um, as the best team in the league, they haven't played enough games for for me to say yeah. they're going to be first in the league. But um, I, I still think they're the best team in the league. Um, but I think it shows that they're they're vulnerable, right? Like they're not completely invincible and. And I think it it goes to show that you know if any team was going to beat them, I think it was going to be Xavier, because Xavier is in probably the same tier with them or a tier below, and everybody else is you know below them. I think um, and Xavier is still like a, a top twenty team in the country. Yeah. I think so. Uh, I I think that that meant more than anything, just showing that Xavier could really hang with them, and that UConn isn't you know. Some some invincible juggernaut in this league. You're the best, man. We appreciate your time. Thanks, Thanks so much. Joel. We'll talk next week. Thanks, guys. Hey, and thank you for joining us out there as well. Happy New Year. We'll be back tomorrow. If we missed anything, all those extra sports topics that you may have been hoping to hear about, go to Morning Dump wherever you get your podcast. We'll get to the poll question there, too. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow.